Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to Joey D's Den with your host, me, Joey D. Holy cow, guys. <laughs> I owe everybody a big apology. I have been absent for a few weeks, and uh, again, I do apologize for that. I uh, just had some stuff going on and uh, busy between work and, uh, you know, outside life. So, um, yeah, either way, we're back, and that's what matters. Uh, it is Sunday, August 22nd. It's about 20 after 9. Um, and, uh, yeah, hope everybody had a good weekend. Uh, I did myself. And, uh, man, there's so much to talk about um, since the last time we talked. Um, I'm going to try to keep this... Uh, I'm going to try to keep us focused on football because I'm, I'm like, super excited that football's back. Um, I'm sure most people are feeling that way. I know it's only preseason, but uh, the preseason is shorter this year. Um, we're already through week two. Actually, we've got uh, uh, the Niners and Chargers, I think, or not the, yeah, Niners-Chargers maybe um, playing right now. I think that's the last game of the weekend uh, for week two. And, of course, you know, exciting. There's only three preseason games now, and that's, you know what, that's still th- – too too many in my opinion but i get it they got to have a couple dry runs i'm glad they cut it down i do expect at some point in the future uh they'll eventually cut it down to two games which was originally suggested uh, a few times over but uh yeah man football's back but you know just a couple things to touch on and i know it's kind of like oddball especially because i I really wanted to keep this strictly to football but couple things to, uh, just to kind of note uh, that have happened since uh, the last time I talked that I have a ton of stuff to say about it, but um, the only reason I don't want to talk about it a lot tonight um, and I wanted to do football is because I haven't been, uh, haven't been on in a couple weeks and I wanted to just kind of keep this fun, but I feel like it's definitely worth um, mentioning uh, just because uh, there's a lot of really messed up stuff going on right now. Um, so obviously everything that's going on in Afghanistan... Um, Man, holy fuck. How... <laughs> Sorry the language, guys, but it's seriously, like... Not the decision to get out, but just how things went down and the last 20 years just seemed to be wasted. Um, I did know somebody that perished um, over there, and uh, I can't, can't imagine what the family feels like and what other families feel like that have lost loved ones over there and have left and see it gone pretty much completely back to where it was uh, before. Um uh, where uh, the Taliban had a big role, and um, yeah, like I said, I don't want to harp too much, but you know, like I hope everybody over in Afghanistan, the people who want to get out of there, and all the Americans that are left over there, can be um, rescued somehow. I don't know. And to be honest, um, I don't have uh, very high hopes for that happening. Uh, it's just an absolute shame that uh, our government would um, somehow not think to bring those people home before um, getting out of there, but. Um, uh, it is what it is, and, uh, you know, again, just uh, hope that those people can get out of there safely uh, without any harm happening to any of them. Um, and then the other note, um, before we go to football, and I promise after that I'm going stri- stri- to stick with football, again, because it's a little bit, um, I mean, hell, who's not excited football's out here, right? But, but anyways, congratulations to the state of New York. As of Tuesday, King Cuomo steps down. Hallelujah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. That guy is such a dirtbag. <laughs> I promise you there will be an episode soon about him and um, 
all that bullshit that he walked us through last year and writing the book about how he's such a great leader and uh, you can't have a drink uh, in a bar, you have to sit down and order food. That was all the king's doings and, uh, you know, just um, I feel very uh, fortunate for those people up there that no longer have this complete dipshit running the state. Um, and uh, congrats to them. C- uh, Kathy Hochul is going in. Who knows what she'll do, but she is a Western New Yorker, so hopefully Buffalo get a little extra love, uh, as much um, as much love as possible um, for um, you know for the city of uh, city of Buffalo. You know anything that could help uh, was always good. So, um, but uh, but yeah. So let's touch on football. Jesus, man, football is back. Two weeks in. I tell you what, man, the Raiders and the Bills, the Bills especially, um, as much as, uh, you know, I obviously like to see the Raiders do do uh, better than them, uh, but the Bills are going to be the team this year, man. I'm telling you, if they stay healthy, it's hard to think, you know, last year they were so close, and even though Kansas City was a notch ahead of them, um, I think with an extra year of experience, um, and they got a couple of guys... Um, you know, uh, that kid they drafted out of, I think he was at Miami, the first-round pick, Russo. Dude, he used to look spectacular. His build, the way his moves are when he comes off the line, he's, his approach. Um, I didn't know a lot about him. Um, in fact, I think, if I'm not mistaken, that guy had been off last year. Um, he opted out of the season because of COVID, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know that for sure. If I'm wrong on that, I apologize. But I'm pretty sure that's what happened with him. And, um, man... God, where'd this guy come from, right? I, I do recall seeing him play at a later date because I, I remember the name, but not enough to, like, remember a lot. But he's, he's looked fantastic, and I know it's only preseason, and you don't get your hopes up about preseason, but if you're as big of a football fan as I am, I don't watch just the game. I'm a dork like that. I like to watch the replay over and over. I like to watch the, you know, what happens with the receivers, what happens with the line. Um, you know, is my offensive tackle <laughs> really as bad as I think he is, or... Um, is there some other stuff going on? Uh, you know, so, but yeah, man, I mean, how exciting regular season, I think is a couple weeks away. I think September, I want to say September 12th is the, um, the first full Sunday. Um, but I, yeah. And then, um, of course that first Thursday night game, um, Tampa, um, who's playing the night Tampa and, um, God, I should should have probably written this down. I've written this down. I apologize, guys. But uh, anyways, Tampa's playing somebody that first Thursday, and uh, it's a couple weeks away, and let's get excited. College football's right around the corner, too, but, you know, the Bills, the Bills are going to be, I think, honestly, I think the Bills are the better team in the AFC, um, even over Kansas City. I know I'm really going to say that, because, you know, the thing about Mahomes is, is, um, I mean, obviously, he's a great quarterback, and I, I unfortunately can't take anything away from him because of that. But I just, I just have a feeling, and I've, I've felt this for a little while now, and it might be, it might have a little biased opinion, but that train's going to slow down just a little bit, just a little bit. You know, I mean, this, this stuff where he's throwing the ball and he's looking one way, sidearm, all this shit. Come on, that stuff, that works a little bit here and there. It's like the Lamar Jackson thing, like. That train, I feel like, is coming to a screeching halt, and we see what happens in the playoffs. That guy is, he's more, there's more, uh, you know, there's more flash there than anything. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't buy into, uh, um, 
I don't buy into him at all. Uh, but but uh, Patrick Mahomes, again, not trying to take credit away from him. The guy's a great player. Don't get me wrong. But I do think uh, I do think he's going to slow up a little bit. They got some changes on the offensive line, even though it seems like they had recovered well. They lost, I think, one or two big pieces. But then they got... <clears throat> They got that uh, Orlando Brown, I think, from the Ravens, if I'm not mistaken, in a trade, which is a great, uh, a great addition. It's definitely going to be something to help, um, you know, recoup some of the losses that they had there. But, um, you know, they got some stuff going on with Frank Clark too. I mean, he's been in trouble with the law. I think he got caught with an Uzi in his car, and um, I don't know. There was something else too. I mean, you know, and you know, I know the Raiders always get a bad rap. For being the criminals in the league, like that's that stuff's all bullshit, folks. That's the '70s. Okay, it's 2021. That's not how the Raiders are now. They have not been that way in many, many years. So just erase that part out of your mind. Or if you're gonna remind me of the fact how they're such bad boys and criminals, let's also talk about the championships that they won back then too, because I know nobody likes to talk about that. Okay, so that's my feeling on that. It's just really annoying. You know, you have a team like Kansas City. Who is, you know, I mean, the facts are the facts. They're built of criminals, okay? Like, and there's one guy in the team that is, is, um, he is the biggest POS. Um, I don't think you could be a bigger POS than what this guy is, and that's Tyreek Hill. Okay, Tyreek Hill, first of all, should not be playing in the NFL. He should not have the opportunity to play the game. Um, because of his past and even stuff that's happened, you know, in the last year or two, three years, four years now, maybe. I don't know what it, my timelines always seems to be a little bit off. So, you know, people, if you don't know, he was accused of physically abusing his pregnant girlfriend in college. So his girlfriend was pregnant with his son and he beat her. Now, it takes a special kind of human being to do that. Because, you again, just keep thinking. Biggest P.O.S. Okay? Beats his pregnant girlfriend in college. P.O.S. Then, a couple years ago, his, like, three- or four-year-old son's got a broken arm. And guess who's accused of causing that harm? And I think eventually they said, well, they hadn't, you know, they didn't know if, you know, they, you know how it goes. It's some cotton cotton bullshit. You know, well, it's, you know, we didn't really know if he did it. We think this is what might have happened, but we're not, we can't really prove. The guy broke the kid's arm, okay? Look at the history. Let's not put the blinders on, okay? Look at the history. The guy beat a pregnant woman up. Jesus, every time I think about that, I mean, it's just, you know. And then he breaks his kid's arm. And he's allowed to play in the NFL? That's another story for another day, but let's get off the criminal thing with the Raiders. Hasn't been there in a long time. It's not there now. They don't have criminals on their team, okay? Little rowdy fans, that's a different story. So, but yeah, I mean, the Bills The Bills team looks really good right now. Um, you know, um, I, I, I'm just so excited for Josh Allen. The Bills have been craving a quarterback to help um, mend the wound that has been with that city since the 90s of the Super Bowl losses in Kelly. there's there, You have not had a replacement for Kelly since, since Kelly. There was never a replacement. 
They've had a couple guys kind of meh, you know. Doug Flutie, Drew Bledsoe, you know. <laughs> so it wasn't enough, though. It wasn't enough. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's all I'm saying. I mean, the, 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 the Bills now have the quarterback to replace Jim Kelly and the memory of Jim Kelly. Which, trust me, that city needs to uh, bury the hatchet with that thing, okay? <laughs> Let's put that shit behind us. It's over with. Um, Josh Allen's the guy. I mean, he just got a monster contract. The guy deserves every bit of it. He's phenomenal. Seems like a, he's, a, he's just a great team guy, great um, guy for the city. And, uh, yeah, man, they're going to be dynamite. The Bills, man, look out. I'm telling you, the Bills... The, I'm going to say it right now. The Bills are going to Super Bowl in the AFC. The Bills are going to the Super Bowl in the AFC. Um, I think they're going to actually be the number two seed. Um, I could see them heading to Kansas City or maybe even, uh, you know, um, you know, you never know if there's one of these teams that surprises somebody. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Pittsburgh, you know, is Pittsburgh going to make one more run here? You know, but most likely it'll be the Bills and Chiefs in the AFC Championship again. I think the Bills end up doing it this time, though. Uh, I think they're going to learn from last year's mistakes. Uh, they were not prepared last year, and the and the Chiefs just came with a couple, couple uppercuts, and uh, yeah, you know the rest is history. So, um, and then you know, and again, to shift focus a little bit now, you know the Bills, but you know how about the Raiders? You know, I man, every year I'm excited for the Raiders. People know how much I love the Raiders. I've had um, you know, I've, there's an episode that I did. Um, little ways back that talks about how much I love the Raiders and why I love the Raiders and <clears throat> you know every year I hope <laughs> I hope God give me something man give me some kind of excitement 2016 was such an amazing year because you know um, you know every year you hope that your team gets better you know but nobody saw that coming and man they were dynamite absolutely dynamite 2016 and the defense the defense wasn't great but they were better than what they normally are. And I think they were like, I want to say like in the, the high teens uh, ranked. Or maybe even the low the low 20. So maybe let's say 20, 21. And even that made a difference that year. It gave, it gave the offense enough. Um, relieved enough of the pressure. Where they're able to still come out and win a lot of games. And honestly, that's been the entire problem been the entire problem with the Raiders is that the defense, I'm telling you folks, Derek Carr gets a bad rap. I know I've mentioned this before. I'm going to mention it again, and you're going to hear it plenty going forward. Derek Carr is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Absolutely top 10. Absolutely top 10. Not top 5, but top 10. Absolutely. He is definitely in that category. Maybe one of these days I'll give you a top 10 quarterbacks in my opinion. I don't have that information now. Boy, it would have been good if I did. But I'm telling you, D.C. in the top ten. Okay? Guys, dynamite. Look at his numbers every year. How does that get overlooked? I mean, I realize the win-loss record thing. Obviously, you get, that shows a lot. But, folks, watch a couple of games. You're going to see where the problem is. And it is not Derek Carr. It's not. The fact that so many Raider fans got on Twitter, they just make your head want to explode. They're just constantly driving the bus over Derek Carr. They can't stand the guy. Get somebody else. Where it's going to be another terrible season. Have these people watched the freaking games? God, come on. 
You know, it's not Derek Carr. They're dynamite. Dude, last year, Nelson Aguilar surprised everybody. Nobody thought that was going to happen. That guy looks so good because of Derek Carr. Let's see what he does this year in New England. Got a freaking Cam Newton thrown to him. If he's lucky, Cam goes down early, or Belichick just puts in Mac Jones, because a lot better chance of having a good season with that guy than Cam Newton. That guy's a head case. Cam Newton's a head case. Okay? First five years are dynamite, but man, after that, forget it. But man, the Raiders, I'm excited about it. They open up Monday Night Football, um, and it's not the stupid doubleheader. NFL finally got rid of that. Man, thank God. That was terrible. Raiders always get that 10 o'clock slot. Man, who the hell could stay up to 1.30 in the morning watching your team? you got to go to work the next day. You're shot. Terrible idea by the NFL. Glad they got rid of it. One game, Monday Night Football. Let's make it count. And this year, it's going to be Baltimore at the Las Vegas Raiders in beautiful Allegiant Stadium. They're going to have it packed. That place is going to be exciting. It's going to be a lot. Of, it's going to be dynamite that night. I'm telling you, it's going to be a good, good game. And, uh, man, the young players on the Raiders' defense, you know, coaching, I feel like, has been the problem. You know, and again, I'm not saying they are a top... I'm not trying to make it sound like they're a top team. They're not. I Trust me, I get it. This team is not going to the AFC Championship game. They're most certainly not going to the Super Bowl. There's still a lot of flaws here, okay? But... They're going to be better than people think they are. And I'm telling you what, the AFC West... Other than the Chiefs, the other two teams are turds. They are, okay? Chargers, I don't care. The Chargers will always be the Chargers in my house, okay? The Donkeys, they ain't got shit going on either. You know, they got Teddy Bridgewater's out there. They got the other kid, what's his name? Uh, Drew Locke, is it? Um, Yeah, whatever they want to do. It don't matter. I'm not worried about Denver at all. And, you know, uh, you know, um, uh, Los, Los Angeles, I feel like I need to still call them San Diego. The Chargers um, do have that quarterback. Uh, they drafted last year. I forget the kid's name, but damn, he was awesome last year. And he's probably going to get even better. It's going to help that team, but you know what? I'm still not afraid of the Chargers. Uh, we just need our defense to show up just a little bit. So, you know, um, I don't know. I think the Raiders are going to be better than people think. That's all I'm going to say. Um, and we finally got a good coach, uh, defensive coach. I think Gus Bradley is a really good one. And they may even bring in K.J. Wright. There's been talk about that. He's waiting. He's going to decide between Seattle or Las Vegas. And you think, well, why would he want to leave Seattle to go to Vegas? Seattle's a winner. Well, here's the thing. Used to play under Gus Bradley. Believe it or not, people do want to come to Vegas, okay? Believe it or not. Gruden was right. He said it a couple years ago, and everybody laughed at him. Players want to be with the Raiders, Okay. People want the Raiders to be good. And the NFL is much better off when the Raiders are good. Much better off. That's a fact. Okay? So, So yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's like, again, I, I think I think they're going to be better than people think, and Derek Carr is not going to be the problem. And you know what? If for some reason he falls or he gets injured, we got Mariota. And then really feel good about Mariota um, being there as a backup. Again, he's no... He is not a um, uh, he is not an all star by any means, but he is definitely has some uh, good tools, and uh, he was a top five pick when he got drafted and played well for the Titans for a lot of years. So um, a good guy, and then of course after that they got Peterman. Yeah, if you get to Peterman, you know you start to look at the draft pick for next year. Let's be honest, but you know Peterman is a little bit better than what he showed um, when he was with the Bills, um, but unfortunately, you know the the Bills. The Bills used that guy as shark bait, man. I mean, they really did. I remember that game. They 
I forget what happened. I think Tyrod Taylor was hurt or something. But, man, they put him in there against the Chargers, and they left the poor kid in. He threw six goddamn interceptions. It was ter- it was one of the worst things you've ever seen in your life. I mean, it looked like me out there. Like, every time he threw a pass, even if he completed one, it was like, what is this guy doing? Why do they have him out here? Take him out. It's terrible. Got to be something better than this. And, uh, you know, <laughs> that was different. That was the Bills' fault. They hung that guy out to dry, man. It really was. He was shark bait. They just threw him out there and see what happens. Yeah, well, they knew he wasn't prepared for that. And uh, it was an away game. Just a, boy, it's just a mess. Game was over before it started, if you remember that. It was over quick. I think it was the pick six on the first um, first drive or something like that. So, yeah, it's just just really sucked uh, for Peterman. But, yeah, no, Peterman's a, he's a third stringer. You know, he looked pretty good in the game last night again. Um, he had a nice touchdown pass to uh, Marcel uh, Hateman. Um, you know, it was a little underthrown, but fortunately, Aitman had a good five-yard gap on the on the defensive back, and it was an easy uh, easy drop and touchdown. But you know, uh, Raiders did end up winning that game against the Rams last night, seventeen sixteen. They've had they've had some um, some uh, heated practices. They did those joint practices with the Rams. I think it was two days in a row. They had big fights. You know, you know Richie Incognito getting in there. I think even Josh Jacobs mentioned he got hit in his junk. He said his boys got hit in his boys. <laughs> Um, took him a little bit to recover, recover from that. I'd imagine so. Nobody want to get hit there. So, um, yeah, yeah, man, I, I'm excited. I am excited about football, and I've watched both preseason games, and I do plan on watching next week's game. And don't really care if any of the starters are playing. There's a lot of uh, uh, races, uh, defensive backs, uh, guys that are uh, fighting for, uh, you know, fighting for position, uh, trying to earn a job. You know, uh, Nate Hobbs, my God, the kid's a fifth round draft pick, man. Tell me he does not look dynamite. He's been great. He's looked great. I know it's only preseason, but he's standing out, making plays. Nate Hobbs, you know? And of course, we got, um, I always butchered this guy's name. We, we signed uh, Ngongwe, right, the defensive end. Him and Crosby. You know, Farrell, you know what? Man, they've made Farrell, <laughs> Farrell, whatever he wants to go by. They've made him play the majority of the preseason games, man. He is getting his reps in right now. They are they're going to work his ass because... Um, he needs to be better for where he, what he's getting paid and where he got drafted. And if not, if he doesn't make any progress this year, he will not. Here's my prediction. He will not be back next year. He's got to have a pretty stellar year. He's got to have, I'm going to say he's got to have at least seven sacks. Seven sacks or a significant amount of like tackle for losses. Um, I don't know what number that's going to be, but something's going to stand out. He's got to look different this year. He's got to look a little bit more um, involved. More regularly. I mean, last year I think he had two sacks. They happened in the same damn game. I mean, come on, man. He drafted fourth overall, and I know that's not his fault that he was drafted that high because clearly he should not have been. I mean, again, the Raiders just totally missed on God. Devin Bush, I think, was there. God, if that one doesn't make you want to. But that's what the Raiders do, and that's besides the point. But uh, you know, so so yeah. I mean, you know. That's one I kind of want to touch on on that. Um, moving forward a little bit, just a big shout-out, Jarrett freaking Patterson. Go Bulls! UB Bull playing for the Washington football team. Um, speaking of that, when is Washington going to get a team name? Can we get over the football team bullshit? Can we just call them something? I saw something the other day on Twitter, like a, a potential name, Red Hogs. I loved it. I think the Red Hogs sound great. Like, you know, 
you know, it, uh, the hog, uh, you know, they used to call the hog the offensive line, uh, the Redskins years ago from back in the, I think it was the 80s and the 90s when they won Super Bowls, like, you know, the hogs, right? That was a big thing. So that could be incorporated a little bit. And the red kind of still represents a little bit of the, you know, Native American, I don't know. I don't even know what you call it, you know. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. But red, you know what I mean. Use your head. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, you know, can't even say shit anymore because people get offended about stuff. It's the most ridiculous thing. Can't even say Redskins anymore without. I would. Has anybody ever met any of these people, by the way, like that are offended by this shit? Where are these people? I mean, I have a feeling I know what area of the country they live in, but I mean, where are these people? I've never met one. Can I meet one of these people? Do they really exist, or is this just all bullshit? Like a lot of other stuff. Super wacky, but um, yeah, Jared Patterson, man, he he. Yesterday, uh, two days ago, they played a game, the Redskins' second game. They're pretty good. The first game, he had uh, 16 carries, 71 yards, and a touchdown. Also had three catches for 25 yards. Uh, I think he had a 37-yard um, kickoff return, punt return. I'm not really sure, one of the two, but uh, dude, he's making names. I I wanted the Raiders to pick him up, even though they have backs that are you know similar in his style. And, um, sorry about that, folks. I take a sip of my uh, beverage here. Um, but yeah, he, he's, um, he's a great player. He was awesome at UB. I mean, he, he was like putting up stupid numbers at UB, like six touchdown games. I think he did it multiple times. I think he ran, I think he run for like 400 yards one game, like three, four, maybe 500 yards one. I mean, just insane numbers, even for Mac, you know, like that's crazy. And I hope he, at this point, I can't imagine him not, but you never know. Wackier shit's happened. But um, I really hope that he earns a, a roster spot there. And I think, um, you know, the Redskins are a team that, I don't know, man. People forget. I even forgot. They won their division last year. I know they were terrible, but they won their division. They were in the playoffs. They had a little playoff experience, you know. And, uh, you know, with Fitzpatrick there, like, you know, Fitzpatrick's not a, a pushover. I mean, he, every year he does really well. You know, they got a couple of uh, nice little pieces, uh, young players on offense. Of course, P Patterson, I think, will be great there. Um, and it'll really, uh, really help the offense uh, kind of develop something. They got the kid they drafted the year before. It was a Chase Daniel, I think, the defensive end, right? So, dude, they, the Redskins, man, look out for them. You know what? And then you beat the Cowboys, man. I can't stand the Cowboys. Sorry. Sorry, Cowboy fans. I got a few uh, a few friends that are Cowboy fans, but they're terrible. Can't stand him. Jerry Jones is a uh, real, uh, you want to talk about POS, but that's another story. Different kind of POS, not like Tyreek Hill. There's only one kind of POS, and that's Tyreek Hill. But, uh, but yeah, so Patterson, yeah, so I'm touch on that. A um, couple things, uh, just kind of hit up some kind of random things I want to talk about. Um, why did the NFL, why did the NFL make it open for the jersey numbers to be whatever the players want? Is this bothering anybody else? Is it only me? You know, it might be one of the things that maybe just drive me nuts and other people like, Joe, why do you care? But I do care. I do care. I mean, God, you know, like, <sighs> quarterbacks should not be wearing number 67. I'm sorry. It shouldn't happen. We know the numbers a quarterback should be having. You know, 1 through 19. Those are the numbers. You have 19 different choices. Figure it out, okay? Like, give me a break get this stupid stuff where they got number 45. I mean, come on. The other day, I'm watching the, I'm watching the Raiders game yesterday, right? And, and it was one of those things, like, I, I remember getting annoyed by it before, 
But, you know, it's obviously not the number one thing on my mind. So, um, you know, I'm watching the game, and all of a sudden, you know, uh, uh, Peterman, uh, you know, he, he makes his complete, he completes his pass to a receiver, right? And I'm like, oh, a great catch. And I'm like, seven. My first thought was like, Marquette King back on the team? What the hell is he doing? He's our punter from a couple years ago. Real flashy bastard, right? Like, what? Who the hell's number seven? And why is he wearing number seven? He's my freaking receiver. Well, come to find out, it's fucking Jay- Zay Jones. It's Zay Jones. Why did you switch your number, dude? You're number seven. That's brutal. You know what? At that point, it's a good thing that you're, you have pretty much no relevance on this team. So I won't have to see your number very often. But, you know, I hope once roster cutdowns happen... Just rethink it a little bit. Go to the 80s. You know, look like a professional. You know what I mean? Look like a professional. That's the way I look at it. You know? I'm sorry. Number 7 on a receiver, that's just terrible. Number 45 on a quarterback, somebody should be ashamed of themselves. That's absolutely terrible. Okay? And, uh, yeah, that's my thought on that. Um, yeah, God, even just thinking about it. Somebody, someone had mentioned to me, like, you know, I know they do it in college. College I don't really care about because it's college and, you know, uh, you know, they're not professionals at that point. They're college students, and I get it. I don't really care, okay? They don't retire numbers and stuff like that. Like, I grew up in the era where receivers wore numbers through 80 through 89. What's wrong with that? It looks good. It's neat. It's clean. You know, the NFL will find somebody if they have a towel the towel that the quarterback wears on the front of their pants, if it's on a wrong side, if it's on a wrong side, they find the player. Probably probably two grand. I mean, I'm serious. That's what they do. You know, I wish they'd think about that with the numbers, too. Let's not look like idiots with the numbers, okay? I'm sorry. It's terrible. I hate it. I hate it. And if it bothers any of the rest of you, you know, you can feel my pain. If, if you don't, who knows? Maybe it'll bother you soon, and then you look over it. You know what I mean? Um, so we'll move on to the next thing here. Um, again, I'm going to stick with our football theme. Is um, We're going to have fans this year. We're going to have fans in the stadium. And I don't know. I, for me, I feel like I'm a little extra excited about football. Um, I'm a little more excited than normal, I guess. And I'm usually pretty excited. Um, um, just because, man, last year was so weird, you know, it's like you're watching these games, there's no fans in there, and there's, you know, they're trying to play, like, uh, fan crowd noise over it, like, what, I mean, what the hell are we doing, that's brutal, like, it was bad enough to gotta play these empty stadiums, now you're gonna pump bullshit through this, I mean, come on, what are we doing, you weren't fooling anybody, okay, you really weren't, appreciate the effort, but it sucked. So this year, yeah, this year, you know, obviously there's still a lot of shit going on with, um, you know, COVID, obviously, you know, it's, you know, the cases are, I guess, going up again. I don't know. I haven't, you know, I don't really pay much attention to it anymore, to be honest. But, uh, you know, you hear the stuff, obviously. Um, you know, uh, COVID cases going up, so they don't know, you know, a lot of these places. I mean, how are they going to have people wearing masks? Are they going to, do they have to show vaccine cards? There's a lot of controversy over the vaccine cards. Is that should be that such a thing? Some people think yes. Some people think no. Da-da-da. You know, of course, everybody hates each other. You know, go back and listen to my episode a couple days, couple, couple uh, shows ago, and you'll see. Uh, you know, I'm sure you can listen to that and relate, uh, no matter what side of the fence you're on, um, of uh, the vaccine and getting all that stuff and, and whatever. But yeah, I mean, like, you know, the Raiders, believe it or not, are the first team, Allegiant Stadium, Allegiant Stadium, 
is going to be the first stadium in the NFL, and I think in any league, if I'm not mistaken, to require you to show proof of your vaccination. And I tell you what, I mean, I don't. At first, I didn't, and I mean, it really doesn't matter to me because I won't be going to I won't be going to any games in the near future, so it doesn't really matter to me how they do it. <clears throat> and when I first heard about it, I thought to myself, I said, "Man, that you know that really sucks. It just it just sucks because again, you know, like I had said a few weeks ago, um, I'm gonna try to still stick this a lot with football related stuff because I don't want to go off on a tangent on COVID and stuff, but like." You know, nobody should be forced to do anything they don't want to do with their body. It's their choice. I'm sorry, it is. And I'm sorry if that bothers you. And I, I'm sorry if there's a, there's, a, there's a virus going around that's knocking people out. Okay, I'm sorry. You can only do what you can do yourself to change things and protect yourself. Okay, and if other people don't want to do that, they shouldn't be forced to do that. And I'm sorry. And if you think otherwise, I think you're wrong. I'm sorry I do. You know, um... You know, if you're uh, if I just offended you, I'm sorry. I don't mean to offend you, but I just think people have, should have their own choice uh, to do what they want to do when they want to do it, and uh, we should not be told that. So that's the problem. Now, I will look at the other side of it. Um, you know, obviously, you know, in the news you hear that you know, I guess you can even when you're vaccinated, you can still get the virus still carry the virus, where you're a lot less likely to uh, die from the virus unless you are still immune compromised than the percentage of what this virus could do despite having the vaccine goes down and da-da-da-da-da. So, you know, um, I heard Mark Davis say, the owner of the Raiders, you know, we need our fans and our fans will scream louder without masks on. Now, I'm going to be honest. When I hear that, I think, you know what, that guy's got the right idea. You make everybody happy. Well, I don't want to better say everybody. You don't make everybody happy, but you make you make a lot of people happy. And you know, at the end of the day, even people who are not, you know, extreme on the COVID side, like obviously very cautious, concerned, you know, um, it's tough because it's a wishy-washy thing, obviously. But you know. It's just, I, I like the fact that they're doing it now. I'm going to not say that. And then, and for anybody that avoids trying to get the vaccine, you could ride that wave as long as you want. But listen, man, unless you're going to live, <laughs> unless you're going to live <laughs> in your house and don't ever leave your house and not go anyplace, uh, at some point or another, they are going to force you to get that shot, whether you like it or not. And you could keep telling yourself you're not, but um, they will cripple you and make sure that you have no choice. They'll take you away from jobs, insurance, um, because everybody's going to want to be protected, and uh, it's just the fact of the matter. So uh, let that be another note. But anyways, let's get back to So, yeah, the Raiders are going to be the first ones in the NFL to require the vaccine uh, card proof. Um, and, yeah, so that's going to be a little different, right? Um, other places, um, other stadiums, I know, I think, if I'm not mistaken, again, I, I obviously know a little bit more about the Bills and the Raiders than I do others. Um, but, um, but the bills, I believe is the same thing, uh, not with the vaccine passports or whatever the hell they call them, the, the proof of it, but, um, you will have to wear a mask, um, when entering the stadium. So, um, you know, maybe these other stadiums, I think other stadiums, you know, I think, uh, actually is tomorrow or Tuesday, um, the FDA is supposed to, um, um, certify or whatever the Pfizer, I believe it's the Pfizer vaccine. So, you know, I think once that happens, 
Then you do the other one. And open a floodgates. Floodgates. The insurance companies are going to say, "Yep, well, you're going to need to be covered by us. You got to have this thing, and it's just going to be a whirlwind from there." So, uh, be proactive. Go get it ahead of time and save yourself the headache. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're not going to get away. Uh, you're not going to get away from it. But uh, so yeah. So guys, man, holy cow! It's so good to be back, and I hope you enjoyed the show tonight. Um, I tried to do my best to not get um, too off topic. I uh, just want to try to stick with football and how exciting it is to have football back, and um, you know some of the some of the best things about football, man. It's not even it's like the <clears throat> you know it's the it's the camaraderie people have when you go to watch people. Um, you go with you go meet your friends out. Everybody's cheering for the same team. People are wearing certain colors. It's the excitement of it. You know, I know I know back when I was in Buffalo, like I used to love like. Once football started, like, I was kind of over summer. It's kind of weird. Like, it was over summer. I just, I love the cooler temperatures. Not cold, cooler. Cooler. You know, like, highs in the 50s. High 50s, low 60s. Um, you know, sweatshirt weather. You get up, man. I remember getting up on so many Sundays and, like, getting up. And, like, the first thing I did, I, you know, you start, you know, you get, you start partaking early. Because, you know, you know 11 o'clock hits. You're going to start grilling. And make something long, do some wings on the grill, and I used to have my buddy Jay over all the time, and I had the NFL ticket, and you know, it's just something about it. Sweatshirts on, jeans are on. Um, yeah, man, it was uh, that was cool, you know. So obviously down here in Florida, we don't get that. Um, you know, it's felt like it was 107 today. So uh, yeah, we're we're not. Uh, it'll be summertime until uh, Thanksgiving. So, um, but uh, but yeah, man. I mean, so. A lot of a lot of cool things happening. Um, again, football is uh, football is here, folks, man. And uh, hockey will be right around the corner, and uh, we'll talk about that. But uh, thanks for joining me again on Joey D's Den. Um, I promise I'm not going to take as long of a hiatus uh, from the next episode. Um, and again, thanks uh, with everybody's patience on that. Um, and uh, again, hopefully it doesn't happen again. Uh, so yeah, thanks for that. And guys, have a great night. Have a kick-ass week. Once again, thanks for joining me. Your host, Joey D, here in Joey D's Den.